everybody and welcome back to another episode of Semi-Adulting with Micaiah Vanier. I am Micaiah and this is the podcast where we discuss navigating the ups and downs of early adulthood in today's world. So yeah, y'all, welcome back to the pod. I know it's been a minute. I know it's been a couple weeks and honestly, right now it is, um, I'm recording this, it's almost midnight. <laughs> on Thursday and um I was really contemplating on if I wanted to record this or not. Life has been so hectic lately. Um as I posted um on Instagram a couple weeks ago, I recently moved and we're gonna get into all that in today's episode. Um but yes, so I am back. I am super tired. Um I've been working a lot and doing a lot of overtime school work you know, life has been life and right. Um, and I really did not want to record. I was like, ah, part of me was like, ah, let's skip another week. But then at the same time, like I felt bad because I'm like, I've already missed two weeks in a row. And, you know, people have been asking about the pod. And so I just, I just, I was like, nah, got to deliver. Um, and then like I always say, I love what I do. <laughs> I love the podcast, so I would hate to let y'all down and have y'all miss another week. Um, but yes, so hopefully y'all have been doing good. Life's been treating y'all well um, and everything. Also, I want to say thank you all so, so much for everybody that has liked, commented, and subscribed um, to the podcast, whether that be on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or even Spotify. I am forever grateful for you all who tune in weekly when I'm being consistent. Um, and just listen to what I have to say, even though, you know, it's just my opinion, you know, on things and how I'm moving through life. So I really appreciate each and every one of y'all. I really, really do. Um, and then like always, even though I've already said it, oh, this is the second time I've done it in the pod, and it is so ghetto. I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, anyways, the disclaimer that I always give out everything stated on this podcast is strictly my opinion. I'm not no expert, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, I'm not none of that. Okay. I'm simply just sharing my opinion as a regular, degular 23 year old black woman navigating this thing called life. Okay. Everything's based on my experience in every opinion, every thought I state is completely my own. Um, so yeah. So Today's topic, I honestly don't even have notes like written down like I normally do for my pods. Um, this thought, this this saying has been on my heart um, since I moved. So like I mentioned earlier, at the beginning of this month, I moved into my own apartment. So I am living on my own, um, got my own house my own it was not a house it's an apartment but I got my own place y'all so like yay clap it up for me um yeah and it's definitely been a transition uh period but the saying that's been like constantly in the back of my mind since starting this whole process is freedom ain't free <laughs> and I'm sure if you like me, you know what that feels like. You know what that saying means. Because um, freedom ain't free. Even though we're free to do what we want, we can, you know, all these things, baby, it comes at a cost. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Well, when y'all listen to this, it'll be tomorrow afternoon. But that's what we're going to be talking about this episode. Also, I want to let y'all know, if you're watching on YouTube... This is a temporary setup. Like I said earlier, I wasn't intending to film, but something just told me, go ahead and film it. Go ahead and film it. So, um, also, like I said, I don't have any notes for this. So if I'm all over the place or I seem all over the place, I'm sorry. I'm really just speaking, um, what thoughts come to my mind at this moment. Um, not that I am 
poorly prepared. I just feel like in this moment, um, in this moment, I don't want anything to feel scripted. Um, I don't want anything to feel, you know, like I planned it out. I want to sit and like have an actual conversation, even if it is with myself staring at myself in this camera, but that's neither here nor there. So yeah, where do I even begin with this topic? Um, so for those of you that know me in real life, y'all know these past couple years have been kind of a hard few years for me um, in my personal life. I struggled with, and I'm not ashamed to talk about mental health. If y'all know, y'all know I've discussed mental health on the podcast before, um, just briefly, but for me, I'm not even gonna hold you. I've struggled with anxiety and depression. I am in therapy and I love my therapist, (laughs) but, um, I'm in therapy and I'm healing and, just to witness the growth um, that I see in myself, the growth that I've like done, the transformative period that I've been through in the past couple of years has been amazing for me to like when I look back and I'm like, dang, like I really went through that, you know? And now I'm at a place where I finally feel like free. I feel at peace. I feel, I just feel genuine happiness. And I think that's something that I hadn't really felt or allowed myself to feel within the last couple of years. Um, and this goes back, like, not just to me getting my own place, but to everything that I've been through. Um, so like I said, I'm just in here. I'm just going to let my thoughts flow freely. And honestly, I don't know about y'all, but if y'all know me, y'all know I believe in the Lord. And so I feel like the Lord is urging me to kind of tell y'all a little bit of my story and my my testimony of what I've um, experienced. So many of y'all know I used to be in nursing school. Um, I worked as a CNA in the hospitals. I loved all things nursing. Okay. Um, so this is back. I'm going to take y'all back to 2020. Um, 2020, I was in school. They had moved school virtually, but I was also working in the hospital, um, as a CNA. I started at that particular hospital, I started right when COVID got bad, like right before the shutdown. So this is March, 2020. And, um, I really didn't know it at the time when I was, you know, applying for the job. I'm thinking this is just a regular CNA position. If you know anything about nursing, I'm thinking this is a regular med surge floor, you know, regular stuff, right? It ended up being like respiratory ICU. (laughs) And don't get me wrong. I'm sorry I'm laughing. But looking back on it, it's kind of like funny to me because like, how didn't you know like this is what it's going to be? But um, I love all things critical care, right? But I didn't think that that was what I was signing up for at that time. But it ended up being that just because of how bad COVID was. Um, And... You know, it was definitely, I would say, one of the most traumatizing periods of my life, as I'm sure it was for many of us. Um, Like, just trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Like, and for me, being an essential worker, I worked night shifts. So I would go in um, 7 p.m. And I remember keeping like a change of shoes in the back, in the trunk of my car, because when I would leave work, 
I would leave my work shoes in my car and then change into, you know, my shoes to go in the house. And I remember coming home in the mornings and having to go straight to the bathroom to take a shower. Like, don't say, don't do nothing. Don't talk to nobody. Go to the bathroom, take a shower. <laughs> that was my routine. And um, it's crazy to think that, gosh, it's already been almost four years um, since that happened. But I'm saying all this to say, I feel like that was the start of me kind of losing my freedom in a sense. Because if you think about it, there wasn't really much that we can do. Um, the world was on lockdown. And for me personally, I was on lockdown, God. I don't even know if I should say this, but you know, I'm going to say it anyway, because I'm very transparent. I'm very real. And I want y'all to understand where I'm going with this and understand a little bit of my story without saying too, too much child. Okay. So me, my mother and my father, we all decided to uh, shelter in place at my grandmother's apartment. Um, Mainly because we didn't know what was going on. And if you know anything, if you're black, granted, not all of us is raised the same, but a majority of the time when things go down, black people like to stick together, right? So I think that that was the mentality. Also, if y'all watching on YouTube, this is completely side note. Ignore my nails. I know I'm, I'm working on it. Anyways. I think that the mentality for black people is, you know, we stick together. We help each other out. We're going to get the, you know what I'm saying? And then I think that for us, it was just an easier arrangement to make sure that, you know, my Nana was okay. Uh, we all in this together. Right. But with that move, and I'm not saying that I'm the only one that lost my freedom in this. But I lost my freedom because I no longer had a room of my own. Uh, I'm just going to keep it all the way real. I was sleeping on an air mattress in my Nana's living room. So I lost my privacy. Um, already couldn't go anywhere because we're on lockdown. So lost my freedom to do that. Um I experienced kind of like a deep, like I, I wouldn't say like a super deep depression, but I did find myself going into a depression um, because I'm one of those people, I kind of need my own space to function. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my Nana. I, I love my mom. Um, I love my family, but I'm the type of person if I don't have a separate space to where I can decompress and just be by myself. It's very, very hard for me to function. So throughout COVID, I am still in school virtually. And that was very frustrating for me too, because I'm in school to be a nurse. How y'all going to teach me how to <laughs> put an IV in online? You know what I'm saying? Through Zoom. I struggle with that a lot because, like I said, I'm living with family. Family ain't always quiet. And if I'm trying to study or do anything, you know, I, I don't know. I just felt like I just I, I just felt like I couldn't focus. Um, Not that they not to, because I know they be listening, not to say that they was a distraction, but at the same time, like for me to work at my optimal, like best I need to be somewhere like where I'm by myself. Don't bother me. Don't ask me no questions. Don't do nothing. Okay. I'm trying to work. I am a Capricorn. And if y'all know anything about Capricorns, we just work holics. Mm -hmm. I am guilty. <laughs> I am guilty. So I lost my freedom in that point of freedom of privacy, freedom of doing, you know, going where I wanted to go. Cause I couldn't go anywhere. Cause everything was on lockdown. Like, that was the beginning. Okay. 
So fast forward, we're going to move up to 2021. And I promise y'all, this story has a has a point. We're going to get there. Fast forward to 2021. Um, I ended up losing my job, not necessarily losing my job at the first hospital that I worked at. It was more so they kept cutting my hours. Um, and like I said, I was a student at the time. By this time, things are starting to like, y'all know y'all was there. Uh, (laughs) things are starting to open back up slowly. So school had just started to open up. I think we were going... If I can remember correctly, I had class like twice a week in person and the rest was like on Zoom. And then, of course, I was going to campus to meet with my friends. Shout out to Tierra in Haven. I don't know if Haven listens to my podcast, but I know Tierra does. So them is my girls. And I'm so super proud of them because both of them finished nursing school and they are now registered nurses. So shout out to them y'all make sure y'all go show them some love or send them some love um they are the best i i know uh t she is a nicu nurse so she's the best nicu nurse that i know period and i think um haven is lnd labor and delivery either way it goes uh, those are my two favorite nurses in the world. So shout out to them anyway. So I would go to campus and meet up with them. And if you are tuning in on YouTube and you've been an OG subscriber on YouTube, y'all remember my vlogs, <laughs> y'all know my vlogs. I was doing day in the life of a nursing student and those videos kind of went viral a little bit. So shout out to y'all. <laughs> But anyways, so things started to open up a little bit. Things, you know, I'm thinking things is moving smoothly, right? Um, Fast forward to August. Oh my gosh, I don't know why I feel like I'm going to cry telling this. I think it's because I haven't, like, talked about it in this way. But, um, so August 2021. Um, I have been applying for jobs for like months, like trying to get a new job because like I said, my last job, they were cutting my hours. Like I didn't really, I didn't have no money. I was broke. (laughs) I was struggling. Um, by this point, me and my mom had, um, moved to our own place So I felt some kind of relief in the fact that, you know, okay, I got my own space now. I got my own room. At least I can go in my room. Right. Um, but I wasn't prepared for what happened next. (laughs) I keep laughing and I'm sorry because it's not funny. It's just that dang, this really happened. So, um, Searching for jobs. I went on several interviews with one particular hospital, like, system within my city. Um, Didn't hear back for weeks. Finally got a call back. uh, Finally got an interview. Got hired. I'm happy because this is like, I'm going to be making great money again. Like, you know, I'm going to be able to get back on my feet because I was struggling financially. And, um... I'm like, okay, I'm good. We good now, right? So I start working my new job. Loved it. I moved to the cardiac intensive care unit. I love anything ICU critical care. Um, if I was to go back to healthcare, that's what I would do, but I don't have a desire to do that now. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Um it was cardiac ICU. And it was night shift. So I was happy. And I got to learn a new skill, girl. I was I was over the moon, right? But, of course, the unexpected happens. Um, one day, I believe I had to work this night. But I was on my way to my Nana's house. And um, because I needed to wash my clothes because our apartment didn't have a washer dryer. So I was on my way to my Nana's house. And all of a sudden, I'm almost there. 
This lady crosses three lanes of traffic and hits my car. Um, she hits my car so hard that like I go up on the curb and there was a Wendy's right there on the corner. I'm almost in the Wendy's. Um, and now looking back on this, hold on, because <laughs> I just love how God works. Um, she hits me so hard that I'm on the, I'm on the sidewalk. And she keeps going. Mind you, I had told y'all I was going through financial difficulties. Like literally two days before my car insurance was due. But I had to wait to get paid because this was a day before payday. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to pay my car insurance tomorrow because I get paid tomorrow. And I can, you know what I'm saying? I get hit the day before. And you know, when you don't pay your premium, you don't have, you don't have coverage, right? She hits me. She keeps going. Um... There was a lady behind me, a white woman, and she was like, I got her license plate number. She gives me her license plate. And at this time, um, in my city, police officers weren't responding to um, accidents that didn't involve, that didn't have any injuries. Thank God I wasn't injured or hurt or anything. You know, I give God the glory for that because it could have been way worse than it was. But Because they did not respond to the scene, I had to do everything online, right? Submitted my police report and nobody ever followed up on the police report. Like I didn't get a call from a detective. I didn't, I didn't get nothing. They weren't even trying to look for a girl. And I was pissed about that. Um, And also too, because my car, it wasn't really drivable because where she hit me like my whole front end she she had the whole front end of my car and like my grill and stuff i had to pick my grill up off the up the wendy's parking lot child it was ghetto okay i had to pick my <laughs> i had to pick my grill up and put it in my back seat and i'm like what just happened mind you this is like my first no i'm lying this is my second accident Okay, the first one wasn't really too major. It was a little dent or whatever. His insurance covered it. Cool. But because sis kept going, like, I didn't even know who to go after. Um. So, and then because I didn't have insurance at the time, it also made it worse because, like, I can't get my car fixed. So, they're not going to cover no claim. And when I didn't pay my premium. So, it was crazy. Um. And I still ended up going to work that night because... <laughs> I didn't have a choice. <laughs> I cried about my car and then I went to work. Um, but then I went and got like estimates on my car and all this stuff. And hold on, y'all. Just I forget that it does this. I went and got estimates on my car and stuff, and they were like gonna charge me ridiculous amounts to get it fixed. I couldn't even I tried to trade the car and try to get a new car, child. They wouldn't take it because my credit was messed up and the car was too. Like, it was just a whole lot going on. And eventually, I had to give the car back. So that's my second loss of freedom. Because then I couldn't move on my own. I couldn't go when I wanted to go. I couldn't do none of that, y'all. Um, and I think that's when like the depression started to come back and it started to really hit because I'm used to coming and going as I please, going to go see my friends, going to do this, going to do that. And now I'm in a position to where I kind of live far away from my friends. So they don't really want to drive to come get me, which I understand gas high. I get it. Right. But I am grateful to my friends who did come and get me, even if they didn't feel like it or didn't want to. Um, I love y'all. <laughs> but so I started feeling that really bad. Like I was, I was going through it and, um, yeah, I was going through it. And so at the time I was trying to figure out, you know, what am I going to do? Cause now I'm in debt. Cause I had, I was making car payments. So now I'm in debt, can't get the car fixed. Um, they want me to finish paying off this loan. Like, what am I going to do? 
I'm not going to tell y'all too much about what I did because um, I just feel like that's personal. But just know that God made a way. Eventually, <laughs> I had to learn my lesson. Um, but I was without a car from August of 2021 until November 2022. So a year, almost a year and a half. And I'm so, 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 so grateful that I got the mama that I got because my mama sacrificed a lot, you know, to get me to and from work. Um, because after that point, I ended up quitting my second hospital job at the, um, I quit, I quit that job in December. I just got so burnt out. I feel like, um, because on top of the things that I was dealing with at home, I was also dealing with a lot at work. Again, critical care, still dealing with COVID patients. People are still passionate, passing away. It was just a lot on my mental at the time. And I believe that I just got burnt out and I was like, I'm done. So I quit that job. And then I went out of town. Child. I went to Houston. <laughs> I went to Houston and had the time of my life to start off 2022. But um, before I went to Houston, I did find a job. And this is how I got introduced to insurance. Um, one of my aunts owns her own insurance agency. Um, and she was hiring at the time. And so I'm like, I'm not even going to lie. I referred a friend at first um, to the position because I was thinking it was remote and um, she had just had a baby and she was looking for work. Um, Come to find out the position was not remote. And so from what I was told, she wasn't, you know, they didn't do an interview or anything. So, after that, my aunt let me know that the position was still open. So I was like, okay, if the position is still open, I'm interested in, you know, pursuing it. Um, I want to do something different. And so, yeah, my aunt was like, okay, well, if you want to do it, you got, <laughs> you got to get your licenses. You got two weeks to, um, you got two weeks to complete the course. So I completed the course within like a week. Cause child, I wasn't doing nothing. I wasn't working. I was sitting at home. I remember literally sitting at home watching Harry Potter. The whole, I watched the whole Harry Potter series while studying for my, um, property and casualty insurance licenses. Right. <laughs> this is, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, did all that, went to Houston and came back and I had, I started my job as an insurance agent, well, not an agent at her firm, but I was a salesperson at her firm, um, at the beginning of 2022. Now we're in 2022. I live super far. Well, at the time when I started, I lived about 20 minutes from where I was working. But because I didn't have a car, my mom was driving me back and forth to work, meaning we had to get up super early because I was working eight to five. Was it eight to five? Eight to five thirty. My mama got to be at work at the same time as me. So we getting up early so she can drive me across town to work every day. And then she would have to turn around and go the opposite way to go to work. And then she had to come pick me up in the afternoon. Um. And during this time, I feel like I experienced all the emotions. Um, because like, I would just be like, some days, you know, you're just ready to go home from work. And it's like, when you, when things are not in your control, um, when things ain't in your control and you can't dictate when you come and go, because you have to depend on someone else. Um, at the time to get you, you know, through that period that you go through, it can be very frustrating, overwhelming, sad, depressing, depressing, like anxiety field. Like it, I felt everything, but I knew at the same time, like what I wanted and what my goal was. I wanted a car before my birthday. Um, so I worked my ass off 
And the crazy thing is, I never seen myself working in insurance. I never saw myself as a salesperson. I'm selling shit left and right, baby. Like, <laughs> don't play with me. Okay, now I'm being cocky. But uh, y'all get the point. I'm selling shit left and right. And excuse my language to the kids who's watching or listening. I'm selling things left and right consistently. I think, so I got licensed. I got my license at the end of January. I literally started selling like within a week. <laughs> And I remember my very, 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 very first sale. Um, and it was a simple renter's policy. And I was so happy. I was like, girl, I didn't convince you to buy from me. Okay. So, and at that point, I fell in love with insurance. And that's why I'm still in the career that I am. But back to what I was saying, during this time, during this year, this 2022 for me I took it as a season of my model that whole year was stay down till you come up literally stay down till you come up because I'm in a position to where I'm not in control like I want to be I don't have the freedom like I want like you know like I would like to have um because we also moved and when we moved we moved even farther because you know, the nicer apartments is on the outskirts of town or whatever. So literally a 40 minute commute from my, my new house to work daily to and from. So that was another sacrifice. And it feels like looking back, it went by so fast, but in that moment, like during that time period, I felt like time was moving so slow. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting up at 5, 5.30 to be at work by 8.30 because my mama got to drop me. I'm getting to work early. I'm getting to work early every day, at least 30 minutes to an hour early. And, um, but that was the sacrifice I had to make at that time. And I also had to realize too, that other people were making sacrifices for me because, um, my mama didn't have to do that. And like, I really just want my mama to know that I really, really, really like, I know she don't, I mean, I know she know that I love her, but I don't think she realizes how much I I love her. And I am eternally grateful that she is my mom, that God gave me her as my mother. Like, because without her, I would not have, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done. I realized how lucky I am because not everybody has family or mothers or parental figures in their life that would sacrifice that like that for them. And so to my mama, girl, you know how I'm rocking behind you. Da, da, da. <laughs> but no, I love my mama for real. But um, it was hard because I felt lonely a lot. Um, because I now I live even farther. Like I'm living like at least a good 30 minutes from downtown and I'm the furthest out of my friend groups. I couldn't really see my friends as much as I wanted to, because I didn't necessarily have transportation, um, you know, to go out and I, and I always felt like I was kind of like missing out. That was my biggest thing. I'm like, I'm missing out. I'm missing out. I'm missing out because I can't go. And it was very hard for me during that period. But what I had to realize in that season is, um, like I've been saying, freedom ain't free. And there was sacrifices and there was lessons that I had to learn. It might not have been monetary, but there's, there's a cost to wanting your freedom. And there's a cost to being able to come and go as you please. There's a cost to you having your own space for you to function. There's a cost to everything, whether it be um, monetary, emotional, um, physical, there is a cost. And I feel like in that season, I learned how much I'm willing to spend on certain things. And again, we're not just talking monetarily. We're talking emotional, like I'm not 
about to spend a whole lot of time and emotions getting invested in things that is not going to help better me. So I had to do a lot of learning about myself. And I think in that season, because I felt so alone, oh, Jesus. And let me say this, just because you're alone does not mean you're lonely. That's two separate things. When you are alone, it just means you're by yourself to better yourself, to learn yourself, to love yourself more. When you feel lonely, you can feel lonely in a crowd full of people. You can feel lonely in a crowd full of people because to me, if you are wanting their acceptance, if you're wanting their attention and you're not getting it, it's very easy to feel lonely in a, in, in a packed room. But I think when you are alone and you are and you learn to be comfortable in your solitude and being by yourself, you do not need validation, acceptance, attention from nobody. And that is one of the most powerful things that I feel like I could have learned in this season. Um, because I kind of struggled with that a lot. And I feel like I'm kind of all over the place, but in my head, sometimes it's making sense. So I don't know. <laughs> Y'all are like low-key my, my diary. Welcome to my therapy session. <laughs> There's a girl um, on Instagram. She has her own podcast and I love her podcast name. I think it's uh, POV, You're My Therapist. And so, y'all my, y'all my therapist, y'all my, uh, y'all my diary. But yeah, anyways, that's one of the biggest lessons I also learned during this season of determining what the cost of freedom is. Um, so yeah, I prayed a lot in this season. And I mean, I prayed because outside of me, you know, um, not having a car or whatever. I, I mean, in, in, in our new home, I had my own space. I had my own bathroom, my own room and everything like that was kosher on that end, but still not being able to, like I said, connect with my friends and my, and you know, people that I wanted to see, um, like whenever I wanted to, that was hard because I couldn't come and go as I ple- as as I wanted to. But also too, I used that time to deal with a lot of things um, that I'm not going to discuss uh, because some things just don't need to be on the internet. But I was dealing with a lot of personal, a lot of personal things. Um, we just gonna say grief. I was dealing with grief and anger and being hurt. And I think that season of not having my freedom, that season of not having my freedom forced me to deal with those things because sometimes when you are granted freedom and I'm going to speak for me and I don't know if y'all can relate, I don't know if y'all can relate or not. But sometimes when you are granted freedom, you use that freedom to run from your problems. And I think that with me being restricted so much of what I could do, where I could go, when I wanted to do things, it kind of forced me to really sit with myself um, and deal with things. So I prayed a lot during this, during this season. I prayed a lot, talked to God a lot. Um, journaled a lot. I tried to, you know, really just reconnect with myself on so many different levels. Um, and just reconnect with God because at that point he was the only person I could really, I'm not going to say the only person I could depend on, but he was the only one that I knew that could move mountains and part the Red Seas for me. Right. So my faith strengthened so much during this time because 
and even now, like, it's like, God, sometimes God, I don't know what, I, I don't know how this going to work out. And I'm talking about this, like, this is so far, you know, so far gone, but this is literally just last year in 2022. I dealt with so much anxiety, you know, around finances, around finding a car, around doing this, doing that. And when I started praying and when I started being like, look, God, I don't know how this is going to, I don't know how this is going to work out, but I trust you. That's when things started opening up for me. Right. So around July of 2022, I had a major breakthrough in my finances. I had made like great strides with you know, taking care of some business that I need to take care of that I'm not going to discuss <laughs> because I feel like it's none of your business. Y'all be in my business, but y'all ain't going to be in that business. Okay. Um, and even though what I, what I had to do was very much a hard decision. It wasn't something that I wanted to do or even thought about doing, but I knew that, you know, after speaking to my mother, and my Nana like, look, right now, this is the best option. So I did that. And in July 22, 2022, um, everything was cleared. And then that's when doors started opening. It's like, God just like, God just like opened, opened the gates of heaven. Um, I feel like I won't cry. <laughs> Um, because he opened those doors for me, those big, big gates, he opened them big gates for me. I was able to enroll in school again, which if you know me, um, me not finishing my degree or me not being in school or me changing majors, getting kicked out, everything really hurt me deep down because I've always wanted to go to college. I always wanted to get my degree. And so when I was deprived of that for the moment, um, it really hurt me. But I was able to apply for school again, got into school. Um, I had to wait a few months. And at the time, I'm like, I'm at the finish line, right? Like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. But you know how when you get so close to something that you can like almost taste it and you feel like everything is being, every obstacle possible is being thrown in your way to prevent you from getting to that end goal. It's happening. That's what I felt like. Um, in November, I started car shopping. So November, 2022, remember y'all, I said, I wanted to have a car by my birthday. My birthday is December 28th. If y'all don't know, Capricorn gang, period. Um, started car shopping in November. I'm like, all right, I'm ready. God done made a way. God done cleared, God done cleared the path. I'm ready, right? Everywhere I went, I was turned away. Um mainly due to credit. No, you don't have enough. And, or if they wasn't turning me away, they were asking for a ridiculous amount down payment. And I'm like, I ain't got that. What you talking about? $5,000 down. Like if I'm going to pay $5,000, you might as well uh, <laughs> go ahead and give me the whole car. No car payments under, I might as well buy the whole car cash. That's how I felt. Um, and I remember one day, and no, I'm, I'm so happy that like nobody seen me because <laughs> I was at work in my office crying because I just couldn't understand why I'm like, God, like I'm here. Like, why is everybody saying no? Like, why doesn't anybody want me to be free? Like, why can't like, like, why, why God? And, um, I was crying at work. And then, mind you, I work in insurance. So 
of course we have contacts at car dealerships all this stuff i'm calling people look what can you work out for me like you know i bring you donuts every other month what can you work out for me <laughs> like donuts is really in uh, a good trade-off for a car but you get the point um and everybody's like, no, or $5,000, $3,000, and I'm like, I ain't got that type of money, God. Like, I didn't. Like, I'm like, God, I, I, I don't have that. <laughs> um, My pay rate wasn't the greatest, but, like, I would make everything up in my commissions. That's how I was really making my money. Um, But I'm like, even still, God, like, this is just my bills, like, my monthly bills. I'm barely, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a millionaire <laughs> um and then one night after work my nana came and picked me up and i was like okay let's go try this dealership just let's try let's just see what they say i know the guy that worked down there i go see him every other month whatever um and he was like sat down did the process ran my credit all that y'all know how that car brian process goes if y'all have ever bought a car and it was like, no, I can't, I don't have anything that I can get for you. Um, da, da, da. At this point, I'm so frustrated and defeated. Like I'm like ready to give up. Okay. But I think right here is when God really just started to test me. Like how much will you, how much are you, are you willing to give? You know? How much are you willing to invest in your faith? How much do you trust me? Jesus. Um, I went back to my nana's house that night. And I remember going into her bathroom. And like, I'm praying hard, like to myself, like, God, I don't understand. Like, I'm angry with God. And um, I'm like, God, I don't know, like help. Like, I'm <laughs> and this sounds so dramatic, but this is really what it was for me. I'm like, God, please help. Like, I need you to intervene now. I need you to step in and make a way right now, Jesus. Like, because I'm ready to give up, but I know that you wouldn't bring me this far to leave me. So like... I'm praying all of these things, right? And come out the bathroom because I was crying. Wipe my face, come out the bathroom. And something told me, try this car lot. So I'm like, okay. Go on their website. And I'm just looking to see what they got. Um, they had where you could do a pre-approval online. Did the pre-approval. I wasn't really... Uh, <laughs> I didn't really believe the numbers that they had gave me. And I'm like, that don't sound right. But okay, I'm going to keep scrolling. Well, the next thing you know, I get a phone call from the car lot. And she's like, hey, is this Micaiah? And I'm like, yes, this is she. And she was like, hey, yeah, I just want to let you know that you are pre-approved. Um... I'm sorry. I'm going back and forth in my mind if I want to tell y'all the price. I feel like I've I've talked about it to people um, who are close to me, but sharing this publicly, I don't know. Um, I'm just going to say it because something in my heart is telling me to say it. She was like, yeah, we got you pre-approved for $350 down. And I'm like, $350? Like, that's it? <laughs> nothing more nothing less she was like yeah $350 um she's like do you see any cars on the site that you that you might like and I'm like hold on <laughs> I'm like hold on let me look let me look a little closer and I was like I don't really see anything at this location um she's like okay no problem let me look for you like what type of car are you looking for and I'm telling her like oh I want a sedan uh, she was like okay we have one, it's in another city, but we can ship it to you, but you have to pay, um, you have to pay the hundred dollar shipping fee and I can only hold it for 24 hours. And this is why like, I'm just 
eternally grateful and blessed for my family. I didn't have that money for the um, for the transfer yet because I was waiting on payday. I was supposed to get paid, I think, next couple of days. And I'm like, I don't have it, but this is my car. Like I knew, I knew when I looked at it, I was like, that's the one. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't have this. Like what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do. I said, hold on, let me call you back. Call my granddaddy. I'm like, granddaddy, please. Like I'm trying to get this car. They need the fee to transfer the, to, to ship the car from this city to, to where we at. And like, I, they can only hold it for 24 hours. I'll pay you back. I'll pay you back when I get paid in a couple days. My granddaddy made it happen. <laughs> so shout out to my granddaddy. I don't know if he listens, but um, I'm just eternally grateful to God for the people that he's that he's placed in my life and the family that he's placed me in. And I would keep saying it because it's true and that's how I feel. So because without them, like none of this really would have happened. I wouldn't be the woman that I am. Oh, Jesus. Um, Made it happen. Get the car. Um, and when I went to the lot, because it only took them a couple days to get it here. We went to the lot. It was a little rocky at first. I didn't go hold you because they had the wrong information. Duh, duh, duh. But they got it fixed quickly. Um, Went to the car lot. Got my car. And... It was just a blessing um, because, like I said, I wanted it before my birthday. I got it November 17th, November 18th, a whole month before my birthday. God came God came through. If y'all can hear my dog snoring, I'm sorry. Like I said, it's late at night. It's like almost 1 a.m. Um, tell, I'm telling this story about my journey to freedom <laughs> because I got my car November. Now I'm like, okay, I can move on my own. I'm going to work, but you know what I'm saying? Like I'm cool. Okay. So we got two, two things that I, that I was looking for my own space to decompress and a car to move how I want. Now, the only the last freedom that like I was really needing, um, yeah, I ain't gonna hold y'all. If y'all can hear my dog, she snores like she work a forty hour a week job, and she don't. So I'm sorry, but anyways, I wanted a car and my own room. If I had to stay at home, my own room in my own space, got that. Last thing I needed financial freedom, financial freedom, like as far as income goes, because I was free from other things. Um, but I was looking for the freedom to enhance my income. So still working at my aunt's um, agency, still selling, but now I got new bills. <laughs> I got new bills. So if you can imagine the money that I was making was barely cutting, cutting it to begin with. Now I got new bills and I'm like, um, can I eat this month? <laughs> and also too, I was in a position of wanting to grow and no shade to my aunties. Um, business because it's a great business and I'm incredibly grateful for her allowing me to work for her for um over a year. I learned a lot. I found my passion, but there was no room for me to grow. Um there was no room for me to grow. And we're just gonna leave it at that. And there also wasn't really to me personally there wasn't much of a incentive as far as me, you know, getting a raise and, you know, other things. And I'm like, not to say that, you know, 
I'm like the best salesperson ever to exist on earth, but I felt like the amount of work that I was putting in, the skills that I brought to the table, the the innovation, the everything, you know what I'm saying? My work ethic, my drive, my, you know, I brought in a lot of clientele and that's something you can't deny. I brought in a lot of clientele, especially when it came to, to the business insurance side. I brought in a lot, but I felt like for what my skill sets were, I just felt like I, I deserve more. And then, and I'm going to tell you, it wasn't an easy decision for me to make because like I said, it's my auntie. It's not like me just leaving a regular job. No, like this is my auntie. And my coworkers had kind of become like family in a sense. Um, because it was such a small like agency. So it's kind of like, this is a hard decision for me. But opportunity came for the job that I have now. Came with so much more. When I say God has did his big one, okay, he did his big one um, because it was increased, just increased. And it's, God's hands has just been all over my life. And um, I just praise God for that. So I made the decision to move. That's another lesson I had to learn. Are you going to move when do you trust God to make a move? When he says to make a move, I didn't know what I was going into in a sense, um, with this new position. Um, but I just knew it felt right. I felt that peace about my decision. Um, and so because of that, because I trusted God, I have been able to move up twice in my current role I moved out to my own place because God has secured my finances and even though I had to make a lot of sacrifices and I still have to make sacrifices um, and even though I went through a lot of hurtful things I went through a lot of growing pains I went through I went through a lot you know these past three going on four years but sometimes the cost of freedom requires sacrifice sometimes the cost of freedom is being hurt being disappointed, being let down so that you know how to to deal with it if it ever comes back up in your life. And also so that you're grateful. I think that was my biggest thing. I learned to be grateful for the things that I did have. You know, because like I said, not everybody's parents would have drove them to work every day made that sacrifice like to get up my mom I'm blessed okay to have the mama that I have um because that woman she would do anything for me and I would do anything for her but to see her sacrifice mind you she's working she's in school too she has a whole internship too like she has a life right but to see her sacrifice like sleep sacrifice not having that much money like to help me because she wants to see me be successful and she loves me and she cares about me so much that is a blessing and i realize not everybody has that and i'm grateful for that um for that reason so if you are going through a season where you feel like 
you're not free. The best advice I can give you is to, one, stay down till you come up. Two, keep trusting God. Because it'll all work out. Now I'm in a place where, like, I'm sitting in my very own apartment. No co-signers. Just me on the lease. I'm in a good neighborhood. It's a, it's a big space, like, in it's mine. You know? This is my space where I can live and go through this next stage in my life for however long this season may be um create memories and just continue to learn and grow into my womanhood if I didn't go through everything that I experienced I wouldn't be sitting right here so sometimes the cost of freedom is a little bit of pain but the pain is worth it. Um, my favorite scripture in the whole Bible that I have lived by for years. And I'm going to leave it with y'all tonight. Um, well, this afternoon when y'all listening. Romans 8.18. For the pain that you are experiencing now cannot compare to the joy that is coming. And just know that the joy is coming. It might hurt right now. It may not be what you want right now. It may not seem, it may seem like God's not listening, but he's listening. He has a plan for your life. He has a purpose for your life. So just keep holding on. I'm praying for you. And like always, y'all, if y'all ever want to reach out to me, to talk to me, like you can DM me. I say this all the time. I am a regular degler. Schmegler, in Cardi B's words, <laughs> 23 year old. I'm still figuring things out myself. Um, but what I feel like I've been called to do is to share my story with y'all, um, or at least parts of my story with y'all. Because if I can help at least one person get through um, whatever it is they may be going through, I feel like I've served my purpose for what God has put me on this earth to do. So yeah, y'all thank y'all so, 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 so much for tuning into this episode. Um, it's a little bit over an hour. So I, I do, I am sorry. And I sorry if I was all over the place and if I didn't make sense at some points, but I wanted to tell my story cause it was on my heart. Um, freedom ain't free. But it's about what are you willing to sacrifice to get your freedom? What are you willing to trust God with to get your freedom? Are you willing to, you know, go through some things, go through some hurt, through some pains, if you knew that it was freedom on the other side? So... Keep that in mind as y'all go through this weekend and all of next week. I love y'all per usual. If you haven't already, make sure if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to join the family. I don't even know what to call our group. If y'all have any ideas, leave them in the comments below. But um, make sure y'all hit the subscribe button, the like button, and the bell so you're notified podcast will be back to its regularly scheduled programming every Friday. So um, the setup might change because I still got boxes, child. But yeah, so thank y'all so much for tuning in. I missed y'all and I'm glad to be back. And um, hopefully this week's episode touched y'all as much as it touched me. So I am eternally grateful for each and every one of you all 403 of you on YouTube. I mean, I'm excited to continue growing our community. So make sure you share this podcast with your family, your friends, another 20 something going through life. Um, 
this is a safe space for us. So, yeah. All right. I'm going to stop talking because it's almost 1 a.m. And I'm up sitting here up like I don't have to work anymore. But, yeah. Love y'all. Bye. Make sure y'all subscribe. And I will catch y'all in next week's episode. Ciao.